What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast, Kelly here, and today I want to talk about opting into joyful living. We're starting this year out strong, and I told you that the theme really for this podcast for the year and for really life is how we can access more joy. I really believe that when we need joy, we can access it anytime we want. We can go to that ATM of joy, I call it, and withdraw as much as you need. It is never ending. It is limitless, the amount of joy you can have in your life. And so by that point, so is joyful living. Like the next step is living with joy, having it as a lifestyle. Joy is a practice. Joy is an exercise. Joy is not something that just happens, like you can access it anytime you want. Let me be clear, I firmly believe that. But it's not like you wake up and you say the word joy and it appears, right? And there is a lot of science around the distinction between joy and happiness, living a happy life versus a joyful life. Happy living or happiness is probably the better way of saying that. Happiness is an external kind of event and phenomenon. It is the emotion we get when something good happens. We run into an old friend we haven't seen in forever. We get engaged or find a partner that we have this great relationship we never thought was possible. We buy our first home or whatever that is. We we have these moments. We get the promotion we wanted or our business hits a certain milestone. Happiness just happens. We get a like (laughs) when y'all rate the podcast uh, and I see a five star, I get happy. It's, It's a moment dependent on an event. An event happens, you become happy. And we certainly want happy moments in our life. We are trying to cultivate that. I don't want to live a life where I don't have happiness coming to me and I don't have happy moments and happy events. But joy is an experience, and it's internal. How we access joy is not dependent on what review you all left for me, because the converse of that is if somebody doesn't leave a nice review, then I have no choice but to be sad and lose my joy. No, we don't want it dependent on things. If you have a great house or partner or whatever, and that changes or circumstances are no longer what they were, you lose happiness. But joy is an internal mechanism. And because it's internal, you get to hold on to it despite despite what is going on in your outside or external life. And so I want to talk about how we cultivate joy in our day-to-day existence and also by turn as always give you a practice or a thought exercise to figure out how to bring more joy and to opt into a joyful life. Kelly here with an exciting announcement. We are doing what I'm calling our Burnout Bundle Giveaway. That is going to be some of my favorite products and a one-on-one strategy call session with me. 
The giveaway is going to run from January 23rd to February 3rd with the winner being picked on the 7th. In order to win, you have to do one simple thing. You have to just subscribe to the newsletter. You'll find links to that on our website at blackgirlburnout.com and across our socials. We hope you enter and win. All right, back to our episode. The first way to talk about joy is to understand what the opposite of it is or what the enemy of joy is. And interestingly enough, that's fear. That the enemy of joy is fear. And this makes sense when you think about the fact that we're tying it into some other themes I've been talking about already in the podcast about scarcity mindset and, you know, Brene Brown talking about the fear of the dark, being afraid of what's coming around the corner. The enemy of joy is fear. And when I think about that, I think, what, how? Like, what does that mean in practicality? That we've all been afraid in our lives. We might be afraid right now. If you turn on the television, there's certainly tons of reasons to be afraid, tons of reasons to look at the news or get on social media and say, oh, the world's kind of a scary place. And in that feeling of fear, disappointment, whatever's also coupling the fear, there is no space for joy. Like joy is the last thing on my mind when I am freaking out about paying the bills, getting rid of some people in my life that are not healthy and shouldn't be in there, or if there's people are having confrontations or issues with family, there isn't space for joy. If we're, we're so laser focused on, okay, I didn't make my goals for this year in my career or in my business, there's no space for, for joy. How do we get out of that? Is by cultivating a practice of gratitude which again is why joy and gratitude are, are linked. There's a lot of science that shows that. That joyful people are grateful people. They're, and in the space of gratitude, there is a remembrance of things. The reason why joy is linked to gratitude and in the space where you have gratitude, there is joy is because gratitude reinforces abundance. Gratitude reminds you that there's more. When you are grateful for the simple things like I'm alive, and I want to be clear, as a therapist, there are going to be days, and there have been days for some people, not everyone, where they're not grateful to be alive. They're struggling with some major things. But if you can get to that place where you're just grateful for taking a breath of air, you realize that air is available to you anytime you want it. I can take a deep breath now. I'm grateful for that breath. And the next one. And the next one. There's always more air to breathe. Being grateful for family reminds me that there's always more in the fact that I do have a healthy relationship with my mother where I can call her and 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 talk to her about things. And that's something I can be personally grateful for is the understanding that there are things in my life that are abundant, that are rich. And because there are things in my life that are abundant and rich, I get to be grateful. And in that space of gratitude is joy. Joy unlocks abundance. It's like they're linked. Is that joy allows you to see the more and to understand that that more is very internal. It is about 
taking stock of what exists and being grateful for it and cultivating through practice, through active work, that joy is available to me because whenever times get tough, I can remember, if nothing else, I'm breathing. Whenever times get tough, I can remember I have one really great friend that I, I that makes me laugh or that it always has my back. When things get difficult, I can remember that I can do anything I want to do for a career. I'm choosing in this moment to be at this job, but work will always be there. <laughs> there will be work available to me. It is an internal exercise with which you are stating, I'm grateful and there's more. I'm grateful because I know there's more. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. The flip side of that, though, is when we're tapped into fear, when we opt into a life of joyful living, the, co the converse of that, the opposite, is that 
we need to opt out of living in fear. And when you live in fear, the world gets so, so, so small. It gets so focused. We've all experienced some level of anxiety. Take it just a phobia. Let's just go with a phobia. I'm for one, don't like to fly. And so when I am in my spiral, because I do not like flying, it is a genuine fear. I am so focused on flying. I don't, you couldn't tell me I have a podcast. You couldn't tell me I'm a therapist. I don't care about any of that when I'm freaking out about the fact that this were in a tin can in the sky and I am not happy. I'm terrified. And so fear makes my world in that moment so small. It's only focused on gripping the seat and just praying, can we land where I want to get to? And that's how fear operates when we make it beyond our phobias, which are momentary, right? If you're afraid of heights, the minute you get down on the ground, you okay, I feel better, right? The minute my plane lands, I'm okay. But when you have a fear-based life, your world becomes so small. And it becomes focused and fixed on what's missing, what's around the corner that's bad. Where is there lack in your life? Opting into joyful living expands your world. It makes it bigger and bigger and bigger because you realize, oh, I can choose in moments to find joy. It's available to me when I need it. Okay, that changes your life. It changes your worldview. And again, that doesn't negate bad things happening. I'm not saying, you know, oh, I'm opting into joy. This I, I just experienced a huge loss in my family. I'm opting into joy. It's not meant to be applied that way. But it is meant that if you are having a difficult time, you've lost someone you love, you've had a devastating setback in your life, the way you can opt into joyful living isn't to deny those feelings, isn't to ignore them. But simply to say, when I am well enough, when I feel okay enough, when I've healed enough from this painful, horrible event, I know on the other side of that, that joy is available to me wherever and whenever I need it. That I'm going to feel my feelings right now of devastation, but I know on the other side of that is joy. That's opting into joyful living. That's not denying that bad things happen and that we're not going to be sad or have moments of depression. It's not to shame and blame anyone who's feeling that way. And if that is where you are today, you get to be where you are today. It's not about denying it, but it's about telling you that there is joy to be had. When you need it, when the time comes, you can subscribe to joy, even in the worst, the absolute worst of times. And so this is what I want you to think about, our our kind of practice, our thought process today, our thought challenge for you is to think about the areas of in your life. I really like categories. I love writing things down. I'm that kind of person. I just, I'm built nerdy that way. So I want you to think of the three areas we commonly talk about, personal life, professional life, and mental and physical kind of health. And I want to ask this question of you. Where and in what places in your life is joy being held hostage? Is joy not feeling like it's available to you? Maybe you say to yourself, like a lot of people, I'd certainly in my life that has been a thought, uh, I can access joy whenever I want 
in my professional career because I am out here. I'm going to do the thing. I feel good about the work I do. I love what I do. But I finding a partner. <laughs> uh, no, the joy, the joy is not a word I think about when I think about partnership. Or maybe it's the reverse. Or it could be, you know, I I could see how I could find joy in relationship. I could see how I could find joy with my family or good friends. But when it comes to my physical health, you don't know all the diagnoses I got. You don't understand. I am really not a well person. And so when I think about my physical body or my health or you don't see what I see in the mirror, I do not think of the word joy. Where is joy being held hostage for you? And then think of where it's free flowing. Maybe it is or maybe it's nowhere, but where you can easily access it. Because there are places that are probably easier to access joy than others, right? If we've got great family supports, finding joy and gratitude for our family is not going to be difficult. But it's the exact opposite if we've had painful, broken, horrible experiences with our family members. Joy is not going to be a word that we're going to think of off the top of our head. So my thought challenge to you is to think about where is your joy being held hostage? And then beneath that, dig a little deeper to what's behind that. Is there fear? Is joy being held hostage when it comes to family dynamics because there's a fear that I could be like my abusive parent. And so part of the joy I've lost is I have lost the opportunity to have a great relationship with my parent. And not only does that break my heart, but it makes me afraid that I would be that way with somebody else. And that's underneath the joy. Where's the fear? So where is your joy held hostage? Identify it and then think about the fears that are underneath that joy. And when you've done that, don't sit there. I don't want you to sit in a space of fear and and sadness. I want you to go to gratitude. What is something you can be grateful for? And you can bring it very high level. Again, I use the example of abusive parents because there are people in our lives and sadly, even in the form of our parents that have been so toxically abusive that it is not healthy to have a relationship with them. That that is not a path to joy to connect with people who are abusive But where is there pockets of joy? Have there been people in your life that are like the parent you never had? And you could find gratitude for that. Is there something underneath the pain that there is room to be grateful for? Are there friends in your life that you get to spend time with that mirror for you family? what it's supposed to be like? Are there things that you've seen or read that you're grateful for that you now have the tools and the ability to be like, I am not my family. I am me and I am learning to be a better mother or parent to somebody. And in that learning is gratitude. I'm so grateful I get to learn to be different. Or I'm so grateful that what's available to me is I get to have, there's tools, there's books, there's therapy that will help me never be my parent. So where in your life is joy being held hostage? What's the fear underneath it? And then try, if you can, to go to a space of gratitude. Let me know how that works for you.
So that's it for today's episode. As always, you can support the podcast. I'm going to run through the ways you can do it. You can tell people about this podcast. You can like and subscribe to the podcast and rate it. Reviews make my heart so very happy. You can follow the podcast across all social media platforms and you could subscribe to the podcast and get more. Find ways to have joy in your life. Find ways to practice gratitude. Send me an email and say, you know what? I tried this exercise and I am not feeling so grateful and I am staying in a place of fear. What now? I will respond. But in the meantime, until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.